Is Ursula who she says she is? The Samhain Festival is coming and Akko wants to be the moonlit witch. Welcome back to the land of magic. Reach out and our after show will begin. It's the Little Witch Academy after show on AfterBuzz TV and it starts right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Every time I hear Shiny Ray, I just want to do magic. Is that weird? Yeah, it's very uplifting and happy and... Yeah. Perfect. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Little Witch Academy After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. We are covering episodes 11 and 12, which means we're also done with the... Oh, also... It's been a long weekend. We are almost done with the first half of season one, or at least what Netflix has released at this given part, which also means we're going to be doing the finale next week, not today. Oh, it had to be a two-parter. Welcome to the show. I'm one of your hosts, the Internet's Mark B. Donica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. I'm joined this week by Rachel Goodman. Sorry, Rachel Goodman. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Rachel Goodman. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Rachel Goodman or on Facebook at Rachel Ann Goodman. What did you think about these episodes? I knew it. <laughs> oh, finally. We don't have to be secretive about it. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, if if you watched last week, you, or, or if, if you at home watched or listened last week, you know that we, Stacey and I had a little bit of reticence when you were like, she's connected. She's got to be somebody close to Jared. And we were like, hmm, how about that? Yeah. I knew I, knew I had to be on the right path, even yeah. if it wasn't exactly right, because both you and Stacey were like, yeah, all right, okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty close. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it it's kind of very, very much hinted at in the first two OVAs, and then the first couple of episodes, they, they make sure that you think, oh, wait a minute. So, they were, one of my favorite things about that is they didn't take people who were you didn't have to watch the OVAs in order to get the show. Like it didn't just start, and then you're like, "Wait, why is this? Why is this one person two people?" They they presented it in a proper way. They rewrote the story and made it work within the realms of a series, as opposed to just the two shorts. Yeah, as someone who hasn't seen the OVAs, I completely understood what they were doing, and pretty early on, I figured out that I I pretty much guessed who Ursula was. It didn't happen the first episode, mm -hmm. but maybe a couple episodes in, it started to kind of click and it made sense. Yeah. It wasn't anything confusing. No, yeah. They <laughs> they made it pretty straightforward. Uh, I'm just happy that we finally got to the point where they the audience knows and Akko still doesn't. I think that's great. I think it's wonderful to have a secret from the main character that everybody can be in on. And uh, it was all all revealed in episode 11 Blue Moon. Uh, I liked this episode a lot because it it reminded me of the second episode where we had Akko and Diana reaching the same conclusion or different conclusion or the same conclusion in different ways to a magical issue. Uh, we're introduced to the great nine old witches as well as um, there's a lot of terms in this. Let me look at this. Um, the the idea of the blue moon, which is the second blue moon in a uh, in a given month, which is something that happens every once in a year, once uh, every couple of years, and uh, it it has some magical side effects. But uh, the the main thing about this is, uh, if you watched the last episode, we talked about how we just wanted more Ursula and Akko, and that's what we started with. What did you think of the two of them in this particular? Uh, tutoring scene so even before we started to get into the episode that for me is what 
kind of started to confirm the predictions that she was um, Chariot. But at the same time, not even speaking to that, what Akko was doing, even though she was being so, like super hard on herself, mm-hmm. I can see how far she's actually come as a character. And n- not just her maturity level, but the fact that the level of magic that she's able to perform now, she was so close to putting that statue back together even though she missed by like you know one tiny little detail she's improving and that's the important thing i think just to see how far she's actually come even though she's not anywhere where she can be in the future but right now from her you know from the beginning of this series we've seen her transform yeah and we we find out that it's been a month since she started getting tutoring from Ursula, which means it's only been a couple... I mean, if if October 31st is coming up, we're still in fall of the school year. Yeah. So it's not... It, we're not moving very fast at all. Um, and that's amazing for somebody with no, no magical lessons whatsoever who still can't fly a broom. Yeah. The fact that they can have this amount of progress in such a short period of time. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm all into it, and uh, maybe Akko is not so into it, though. She's still really downtrodden at the fact that she is not as not as skilled as everybody else, and she doesn't know if, if she'll be able to make it to the level of chair like she wants to. Um, but the they have an idea. Maybe, why don't we talk to Professor Ursula about Chariot? <laughs> maybe she knows a thing or two. <laughs> So it's the middle of the night, and we we see Ursula looking at the stars, remembering the life that she once had, or or her friend Chariot. Who knows? <laughs> um, and Agus just like, hey, 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 you you went to school with Chariot, right? What, what was she like? Did was she cool? Was she pretty? Just tell me everything you know about her. And it just turned like it just gets real. Not not necessarily awkward, but quiet and just like, oh, I'm maybe I'm. Akko realizing, oh, I'm, I've maybe gone a little bit too far with this. Uh, what, what do you, th- what do you think was going through Ursula's mind in that scene? I almost wondered if she was going to tell her the truth, if Akko had given her a chance. But because Akko is who she is and speaks so quickly and has so much energy, I feel like before Ursula had a chance to even decide whether she was going to tell her the truth in that moment. I think Akko beat her to the punch and um, just kind of moved the conversation forward and made that decision for her. Mm. So she didn't have a chance to even say. She barely answered. It was just kind of like, uh. <laughs> and just, yeah, that was, and then <laughs> it kind of moved on from there. Yeah. And and we end up hearing this lesson that Ursula got from a teacher back in her long ago, uh, which was, you don't get what you dream of but what you work for, which is just an, a nice lesson to get. You know, it, it was one of the things that I liked about Disney's Princess and the Frog is they made it, oh, royalty and, and this, and once I find my prince, everything is this. No, you, you get what you work for, and if you work hard, you get to reap the rewards of that. And it's a nice lesson for, for kids yeah, and exactly. everybody, really, to be reminded of that. Yeah, exactly, and that you – it's not about being like someone else. It's about being – you and working hard and and pushing toward a goal. Yeah, uh, P. W. Gregory in the chat says Ursula has some wistful regret in her eyes. Uh, maybe not. We don't know what regret that may be, if anything. But 
I, I'm ex- I'm just happy that we got to know a little bit more about her and about uh, Chariot in this episode. Um, <laughs> but here's we <laughs> excuse me. Uh, we then see why uh, a little bit more of Diana's um, special treatment. I guess is a good way to put it. Uh, here the teachers are having this meeting about like the amount of witches going down in the world and the, the amount of magic decreasing and a little bit of regret in their voices going like we can't we need the sorcerer's stone to do magic we can't just do we can't just be magic it's it's very unfortunate um but Diana comes like hey I'm looking for this book. Can y'all help me? Uh, and that's where uh, Principal Miranda's like, hey, uh, okay, so it's in our private collection. You're Diana. We can do this for you. And, yeah, and it was so easy, too. Yeah, here. Take this magical key. Libraries uh, outside to the left. Just go take a look at all of our, our various tomes and, and things of that nature. Cool. Great. Um, so... We it, we get this little sequence of uh, Akko realizing, seeing the blue moon, remembering that she had a card about it. Cards came back. Um, <laughs> and then we get intercut bits of little Babu Akko. She's just the, she's the cutest as a kid, um, telling all of the, all of the secrets to her cat. <laughs> yeah, I loved how they had the cat in that scene too. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, as as cats do, um, and then Diana finding the book, re- it being so old that the lock just disintegrates, or maybe she did that. Who knows? Yeah, I was wondering if it was that old, or if she it was some kind of magical thing that she did that it disintegrated. She upon pull her out her wand. It, well, it might have been the magic of the blue moon. Maybe. It, hmm, yeah. Knows? I guess we'll never know. <laughs> we can't ask the lock; it's dead. Yeah. But. Um, <laughs> Akko realizes that she can be able, she will be able to see into her future if she finds the ghost of the Blue Moon Cave, uh, or the Blue Moon Abyss. What was she calling it? I think the cave. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it kept changing. And it's it's interesting too because it kind of re- it kind of reflects the um, first episode where we saw the fountain, where she goes up hoping that the fountain can tell her the future as well. It's almost like every time she feels down on herself, like she's no good, she needs that validation. And this is the same situation. She needs to make sure that she's on the right track. That she's, that, and and she mentions it at the end of this episode, all of her mistakes, all of her errors, all of her blunders, all of her tripping, everything. She still did that, and and she she finally uh, we're uh, we're getting ahead. Either way, but um, it, it's I mean, it's it speaks to something in all of us where where we might be working a little bit too hard or putting our nose to the grindstone to the point where we don't know if we're doing anything right and we can't. So if we could just have some little bit of validation that what we're doing is the right thing to do and we're heading in the right track and we want to achieve that dream. I think I think we would all be everybody would be a little bit less tense. Um, <laughs> but as as Akko is taking this trip into the uh, the Blue Moon Cave, Diana is doing her research and finds out that the the nine old witches uh, sealed this great magic called the Grand Triskelion in the Forbidden Forest, uh, and it can be unlocked with the seven words from the Wand of the Seven Stars. It was like ding, ding, ding. So <laughs> hitting the nail on the head. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> sure, let's go with that. Yeah. Boxing bell. Um, I appreciate it. Uh, so we find out that Akko has already activated one of those seals with print, with, with Professor Ursula uh, when she first landed the spell that I'm not going to repeat uh, in order to transport them away from the, to defeat the cockatrice and make it into the orientation that unlocked the first seal and there and we have our overarching plot like we've been asking about it for for a couple of episodes we thought it was going to be something with the hand bridges and like the eradication of magic something with the restoration or destruction of magic as a whole and now we have this definite thing of this great magical destiny <laughs> where Akko <coughs> has to use the shiny rod to unlock the seven seals and restore magic as we know it. And it's always in sevens. It's always in sevens. Says seven is a lucky number. Um, so, so we, now we have this idea that Diana understands maybe, maybe not necessarily just what, what she needs to do. Cause we find out in the next episode that she wants to restore magic, but that Akko is 100% involved in this and is a, a very important part of accomplishing her mission. Uh, and, and it's, it's sad that when we do get them together, it's a different sort of a scene than when we were hoping, but, um, we get various wisps and specters and, and, and various things that come together and appear to be the ghost of the blue moon, which offers a gateway to Akko's dream. And it's essentially the, the shiny, the shiny chariot show that <laughs> we've been seeing throughout the, the whole, the whole series so far, but it's Akko in her place. Did you think that Akka was going to that that this? Well, first of all, she was offering her here. No, this is your future. You can have it. Do you think that that was real, or do you think if Akko stepped in, it would have been something completely different? So I think first of all, it's interesting that she saw Chariot first, and I kind of knew that that was the ghost. Mm-hmm. But then when it actually revealed itself as the ghost, uh, something felt like a test to me yeah. even before that reveal. And I think if she had stepped in. I think the test probably would have shown her that future, but I think, like the ghost said, it would come at a price. And I think that it would basically be like a faux alternate reality and show her what her life could be like without her friends. Clarence. And exactly. And then she'd come to realize, oh, I was really stupid for, for going down that path. I want my past back. So if she had not, so I think that it would have been reversed, Mm. but I think that if she had decided to go through for that future, I think that the ghost would have given her the opportunity to live that life and see how miserable she'd be. (laughs) Well, we kind of get that in the next episode, which we're not moving ahead to yet. Um, but I, but I agree. I like how you're like, Oh, I think, I think this is a test. And then it was like, oh, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. And then the second later is like, you tested her. And like, oh, well, all right. I guess we got it. <laughs> yeah. I guess we nailed it. Um, but, uh, I, I like how it's not, it hasn't been one moment that has, that made Akko go, oh, I have to do this. It's very similar to life where it's these various experiences that, change your perception on how you see the world and that allows you to grow and change over time because we we had hold on i'm i'm, I'm uh, got like the fact that we watch four episodes in a day <laughs> is very very much um so her their adventure in town in, in undead travel travelogue and then 
being able to experience up close and personal what how magic can affect everybody as well as sort of reaffirming her own dreams in front of Andrew and then coming here to Ursula talking about how it's hard work that that gets you the dream that you want not necessarily just dreaming uh and all of that together along with seeing her memories in front of her made her go no wait wait, wait no 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 I'm I'm not going to take the shortcut um I can li- and and the the ghost asks her can you live with not being chariot uh, just in general, she's like, I, th- I think I can. If it means it, sacrificing all my memories and all my if it friends, means yeah. sacrificing my friends, and and if if it means that my hard work is is going to give me my own version of that dream, I think I can live with not being exactly like her. Um, which, which was nice to see, but it. Do you, okay, so I, I have a question, but we need to finish the episode first. Um, we find out that the, uh, the ghost of the blue moon is actually Professor Woodward, uh, who, who directly refers to Ursula as Chariot. It's like, Chariot, is that you? <laughs> All right. I guess no subtle, whatever. Let, let's just get rid of, uh, subtlety. Um, and the confirmation that Ursula is in fact Chariot, uh, and one day, uh, she will tell Akko the truth, but, um, Professor Woodward says she needs to keep going. She needs to reawaken the magic. She has to say all of the words. Uh, which brought up the question, do we, <laughs> do we think that Akko is the one that has to finish what she started? She started, she started the first seal and now she has to do all of the rest? Or, um, I, do you think that now that Diana knows how that goes and knows all of the pieces that are in place, do you think she is going to try and either take the rod or borrow the rod or what, what do you think Diana is going to do to help finish uh, breaking the seals of this magic? I think Akko has to be the one to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, like you were saying, probably because she's the one who started it. Otherwise, I think that um, Chariot slash Ursula <laughs> would, <laughs> would have just taken it and probably tried to finish it unless she thought that Akko had something to learn by doing this herself. But um, Diana, I could see her maybe trying to take it unless she knows that Akko has to do this, in which case I think Diana would probably try to help her in her own way. Yeah, I think she may – like, I, I don't think that she would be selfish about it. I think that she would try to go, hey, I know, I know what I'm doing. I've been doing research about this. Let me help. Let me see what I can do to help. And I think it'll be like a uh, – <laughs> I, I can just kind of see where Akko will like begrudgingly like <laughs> like hand it to her and Diana will do all of her big flourishes and everything that she does to do just like a regular spell and nothing will happen and Akko will go oh you're, you can't do it you can't do something for once and then and then they'll connect over a really weird silly uh, thing um, and Miraculous Corazon points, points out we finally know who that uh, entity in the intro is over the forest Professor Woodward um this is kind of a side note too. Sure. But I wonder if um the the episode where Diana saw the future of Akko leaving, I wonder if it related to this and that to do one of the um to incite one of the words, Akko has to leave and then come back. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh I mean we still don't know what she saw. I I just want a nice sit down with our girls and hey, let let's talk about what I saw and like that's the thing is 
is she keeps wanting to see the future and somebody who legitimately saw it, that she has access to it at all times, just because what she said is something that she didn't want to hear, she, she just, she's not even wants any sort of clarification. Yeah. It's like, no, that must be wrong. That's wrong. Uh, and I hope with the sort of growing that she's done since that episode, she'll be able to go back and go, well, okay, well, what did you see? Because she's good. She is dang good. Uh, uh, man, we we probably could have opened with uh, the Rolling Stones, uh, but th- I like that theme way too much. Okay. Um, <laughs> anything else you want to talk about from Blue Moon? Any other implications? Just the biggest thing was that I'm actually... I'm happy that Ursula is Chariot, and just yeah. all the moments that they share, especially with Akko, who has said throughout, I want to be just like Chariot. Um, it's You can see the reaction in Ursula's eyes when she's like that, and I think that Akko has probably helped her to have some kind of hope that maybe she didn't have before. Yeah, may, like... <coughs> for for performers, uh, sometimes it's, it's a sort of a thing where... Um, you don't, I mean, sometimes you just get into the, the drudge of performing and you never know if you're making a difference or if people even care about anything that you do. And to hear from a, um, and to hear from somebody that is literally here because of you, it feels pretty yeah. good. It, it's a, it's a pretty nice thing. Um, hidden red panels too dark and spooky in this episode. Number four, let us know what you mean by that. I would like to go into that further. Um, I, I mean, we got the 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 introduction of the nine old witches, and one of the the witches' hats looked like Rita Repulsa, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, but I would, I I just want to know more about the that golden age and the fact that the teachers are are trying to get back to that type of a of a world where everybody can just use magic openly in the world. Um, before we go to episode twelve, we actually have another iTunes review. <laughs> Dang it. Sorry. I told you I had a cough. Um, <clears throat> but uh, we had mentioned that if you are in a different country and you do leave a comment on the iTunes site, we don't get to see them because we can only access the U.S. store. And uh, this is from P.W. Gregory in chat. Uh, he sent us his review that he left on iTunes. Uh, great show. With all the whimsy and hilarity of the Little Witch Academia itself, this after show has already become one of my favorite new review shows on AfterBuzz TV. Thanks, man. Uh, enlightened commentary and fun all around. The fine men and women of AfterBuzz TV regale us with their knowledge and insight into this delightfully <coughs> magical series. Please, please, please watch along with them and the rest of us and have a great time. Remember, a believing heart is your magic. Aww. <laughs> uh, thank you, Gregory. And please make sure to head to iTunes. It helps folks uh, at the studio realize that, hey, maybe we should do more anime shows because there are plenty of us here that watch the wonderful art of anime as well as other cartoons and things of that nature. So um, by showing that an anime show can do well, that lets them know that maybe we should put a little bit more time and energy into anime shows. Thank you so much. We P.W. <laughs> Gregory says, you deserve at least seven stars. <laughs> Thank you. Clever girl. Um... Jason Potter in chat saying, you can really tell Chariot has been a lot, has been through a lot in the 10 years since Akko saw her show. I really can't help but wonder what happened to her. Totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. Um, that's one of the biggest questions I have. Especially her hair. Now, I, know you, I, know, <laughs> I know you were saying it's probably just, I don't know, like some kind of... 
I think it's a suppression. It's a yeah. suppression spell to to keep her her true. For some reason or another, she has to suppress her her true self so that something doesn't get found. She may be a catalyst in a like maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> bad, bad. Um, maybe one of the reasons why she has such wistful regret is maybe she has something to do with one of the unlocking spells, and similar to like uh, a Horcrux. Maybe she has to die oh. in order for the like the seventh seal to get released. Huh? Yeah, because she mm. almost acts like a completely different person too. Mm. More than just the I don't even know because her she conceals her eyes, so obviously she didn't she didn't change her face. It's just her hair. Um, so I'm really curious just, you know, exactly what happened and why it's, you know, why she had to change it all. And also, if the faculty know, because they haven't given any indication that they know who she really is. Well, in uh, the first episode we covered today, episode nine, uh, there was a moment with Miranda and Ursula when they saw the card uh, as... Uh, what, what do they call them? As the amulets? No, I'm sorry. Uh, God, too, again, too many things. But he saw the card and was like, oh, memories. You know, gave, gave sort of an offhanded comment that seemed to think that at least she knows. Yeah. Or or maybe it was, uh, maybe it was something more as a teaser for her storyline in that episode. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna be, <laughs> I'm gonna be so excited to go back and watch this whole series after, uh, after we watch the finale. Um, uh, and apparently Eastman is saying a common fan theory is that Principal Miranda is in on it. That makes sense. Um, and, okay, so, uh, what number four mentioned, the hidden red panels are too dark and spooky in this episode. So when, in the scene with, uh, before we get it revealed that it's Professor Woodward, uh, all of the images that flash onto screen to Akko that are a little bit spooky, a little bit too scary, uh, maybe that, I, I wonder what that implies. Yeah, especially because they were mainly negative memories. Mm-hmm. Um, almost, maybe that's just part of the test. Maybe the ghost just wanted to show her more negative things, so it'd be easier for her to choose the bright and glorious future. Though she did mm. show her friends a couple times, but um, a lot, yeah, a lot of it was like negative, dark. So maybe that was just what she was. The ghost was trying to do. Maybe <laughs> I guess we'll never know. All right. Uh, well, I, I like saying that. All right. Uh, episode twelve. What you will. We had our Freaky Friday episode uh, where we find out that it's about time for the Sam Hain Festival. Uh, we're coming up on October 31st, of course, Halloween, a big uh, day for witches and magical kind. Um, who boy. Um, we also get uh, Diana reading a little bit more about the Triskelion and then an early morning Transfiguration tutor lesson between Ursula and Akko. And I thought... Fish Akko was, or like the fish friends were adorable. <laughs> Elephant Akko was the cutest thing! And then she started floating away. Ah, <laughs> turned, turned into Dumbo. And then it was like, she, then just when she was like thanking her teacher, she had like the, you know, it was the saddest thank you ever. Thank you, Professor <laughs> Ursula. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> but I like how, like, th- this is still very, despite being an anime, there's still a lot of Western animation sort of takeaways of course the reference to Hanna-Barbera um but the the classic inflate pop and then just putting a big x bandage over it oh I'm better now (laughs) um which I guess is kind of an anime thing too but um it's interesting 
how how it's changed from just I'm going to be a great witch to oh I need to work really hard to now seemingly having a path she's trying to mimic uh a little well no cuz she did in the racing episode too she's still trying to be like Akko is still trying to be like chariot but it's still it's it's different now she she's re- she really wants to put every single ounce of work that she can into it and i think that's a product of the last episode yeah, and I, I think she's starting to realize that she's never going to be exactly like Chariot because that she's a different person, mm-hmm. and that her own experiences are going to shape her in a in a good way anyway. And yet, she still wants to be the Moonlit Witch at the Samhain Festival, and uh, we find out it's a big it's a big to do. It's it's a yearly tradition since the beginnings of Luna Nova, and there's going to be a lot of famous witches visiting. Uh, the rock star being one. I'm I'm <laughs> excited to see what what professional witches, not just the teachers, but what like professional witches out in the world are like. Especially in a world where they keep they keep stressing the fact that magic is kind of going away, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'd be really curious to see what a professional witch is like in this world. Yeah. Um, now, Akko is playing it up to be. The coolest thing. Like, oh, there are going to be witches that are going to be... Oh, and I'm going to win this 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 title. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a fun time. And then they learn, oh, it's a, it's boring. It's it, There's going to be... We're going to make a potion with toads and, uh, like, there's bones everywhere. And it's it's really... It's going to be kind of lame. And Anko's not too happy about that. Yeah, but she still wants to be the Moonlit Witch. I'm going to do it, dang it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. It's going to be me. Uh, they're going to break into... The, each team of theirs is going to be responsible for a particular uh, part of the festival. This is sort of reminiscent of the uh, the Enchanted Parade. Uh, I, now that everything is kind of out there, I would highly recommend that you go, you go and watch the OVAs. Watch episode 13 and then be like, you know what? I need more. And go back and watch the OVAs. You will enjoy them. Um, but the, uh, the girls find out, our girls find out that uh, they are on sacrifice duty, <laughs> oh which means God. there's going to be a a, uh, a crying, woeful spirit that they're going to be, be sacrificed, quote, sacrificed <laughs> to, uh, in order to make sure that it rests see- soundly for another year, and then they will just kind of be <laughs> oozed out yeah. once the ghost is asleep. <laughs> Arguably the worst thing yeah. that you can do for this festival. Not a great way to show your magical prowess. No, and I'm surprised that I'm just surprised at all that they weren't um, like fighting against that a little bit more. <laughs> Considering you know that I mean maybe it's maybe it's because they're used to um, the other things that have happened in this world, but mm. that just sounds really like morbid. Even though you live and you're not going to be affected by it. I can only imagine what that's actually going to be like for them when it happens. And I almost think that it's not going to happen, that somehow they're going to do something different and <coughs> it's going to be a, you know, different outcome. No, I, th- I think they're going to pacify it in, in some way, shape or form. Um, I like that in researching the ghost, Lotte brought up, brought back the internet crystal ball, <laughs> which was the, the best is she was looking at Wikipedia. Or, or Wikipedia, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever you want to call it. But uh, I, I love that 
we've gotten a confirmation that this is essentially the modern world. There's automobiles, there's technology, there's the internet, everything, but magic is still trying to survive. Uh, <laughs> Diana, everybody was laughing at Akko and, and the team about the job that they got saddled with, but she's like, no, this is a real thing. We've got to take it seriously. Awesome. And then that's buzz starts to go around that maybe it's Diana that's going to be the moonlit witch just because she's so talented, she comes from this prestigious family, doesn't rub Akko the right way. Especially because her friends are there and they don't even seem like they are supporting her. They pretty much have already decided, yeah, Diana's probably going to be the one to get it. Mm. I mean, if I were Akko, I'd probably be upset too. Sure. Yeah. These are, be- I mean, these are your besties and then your second besties. Yeah. Uh, I, I, some sort, like, some sort of affirmation of, Dude, you've done a lot of great work. You've I can't believe the amount of magic that you've that you're able to wield now at 2 months in, but this is somebody who was born for this. And and it, even then, there's still like come on. You you got to show a little bit of appreciation. You're like you can do. Yeah, like even if they have to be honest, at least be a little more supportive than how they were. Like, yeah. Oh, you're definitely not going to get it. Susan's <laughs> not even thinking about that. She's just like, "I want to I can't wait to pass through a ghost." Yeah. See what that she, is. she looked all excited. I don't think I've ever seen her happier. Uh, I think except for when they were talking about the punishment or any time she messes with Akko. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true happiness. <laughs> or in Susie world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeez, goodness. Um, so after this, uh, Diana, excuse me, Akko runs off in a huff. Finds Diana help doing chairman things because she's the chairman of the planning committee, uh, and sees her. Talking about various mirrors and getting these, whatever. Sets it up to where there's this mischievous mirror that enchants Akko to look just like Diana. And she gets a sense of what Diana has to go through on a daily basis. And I I think this, if, if this didn't, I don't know. Like, this wasn't sort of a direct idea of everybody has it hard, everybody has their things that they need to get to. But um, what do you think this did for, I guess, public perception of Diana? Well, I think it was kind of, I think Akko was definitely ruining that public perception. A bit. (laughs) Every time she talked to anyone. But I think being inside of Diana's head, even though she, even though she wasn't, but just being her and seeing what it's like to actually be treated like her definitely had its perks, but it Mm -hmm. definitely had its negatives too. And I think um, even though they don't really show it, they kind of hint at it in the very end where she sees the diary. And I feel like she might have gone through more of that than we realize. So she might have seen um, more of what Diana is actually thinking than what she tells the average person. How much did you <laughs> – excuse me, goodness. How much did you think we were going to get of the diary? I thought we were going to get a lot more. Mm. But, um, yeah, I thought she was going to kind of start reading the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe not all of it, but I thought she was going to get through a huge chunk and learn some things. But <laughs> uh, One of my favorite things thing, – like we talked about how the episode um, B Affection had – like little teases here for the fandom of, oh, what if this person like this person? What if this person like that person? Et cetera, et cetera. And I think this trolled even harder because technically, if you think about it, uh, Akko made Hannah and Barbara kiss because of the makeup she put on them. She turned them into the band Kiss. <laughs> so technically, she made them kiss. That's for you, shippers. <laughs> it's just really silly and stupid. Um, that scene in general, 
I, yeah. yeah, I was like, yes. <laughs> if you don't do something in 24 hours, you're going to become 82. <laughs> 82? <laughs> no! Um, so, uh, okay, Marekas Corazon brings it up in the chat. I, I was wondering if this meant anything or not. So after Akko, as Di- now re uh runs away, we get some leaves blowing out from the bottom of the mirror. Do you think that that represented that it was Professor Woodward that was helping teach Akko another lesson? That's a really good point. Um, I was thinking about it, but they like they they weren't fully green like we saw in the in Blue Moon. But yeah, I think I think they they have been they were trying to imply that. I think so too, and I think that maybe even though Ursula has been the tutor, I think that um, Professor Woodward's a lot more involved than what we know right now. Mm. And uh, maybe going forward, we'll see more of those leaves. But, yeah, I think that it's like they didn't just show them for no reason. Yeah. I think there was definitely a reason. Like, I thought, oh, something like a magical creature is going to pop out of the bottom of the mirror or something. But then it was just leaves. And I was like, is that supposed to mean that it was Professor Woodward? Uh, good point. Um, <laughs> the do, do you think that this is what Hannah and Barbara deserved after all of their tormenting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not a huge Hannah or Barbara fan. Um, and not even that big of a Diana fan, honestly. You'll get there. Um, but I mean, I don't dislike her. <laughs> but yeah, Hannah and Barbara, they annoy me. So. Oh, they're uh, supposed to. Yeah. So when, when this happened, I was oh, okay. cheering for Akko. So, uh, again, one of the, one of the not so benefits of, watching stuff as we're doing after shows is we don't have a lot of time to stop and look at things. Um, apparently you can see the reflection of professor Woodward in the mirror. If you look close enough. So we were trying to watch both episodes in an hour (laughs) and we made it. So thank you for pointing that out. Excellent. I, again, I can't wait to go back and watch, watch these shows and maybe even in, huh? Maybe in past episodes or in past episodes, she, what got involved some more and we we just didn't know it because we didn't know who the character was yeah maybe there are other reflections and going back and seeing it again we'll notice it yeah uh and then also brought up in chat did we watch the post credit scene no we didn't because we didn't know there was a post credit scene really wished that they would have prepped us for something like that um <clears throat> they went marvel they went yeah they went marvel <laughs> on it um just put it at the end of the episode goodness um so Throughout this, uh, Akko is in, is enjoying being Diana a little bit too much. She wants to prove that she can be just as good as her in trying to help fix this large statue. Uh, but it gets revealed that she is, in fact, who she is. And Diana, they, they get into a little bit of a tiff and fight about how you get excited about something, but then you lose interest and, and just forget about it and run away. And she she's not mean to her, but... I would be upset if somebody was took my identity and was trying to be me. Yeah. I, I mean, I would be upset, too. Um, but at the same time, she did say some pretty harsh things to her, like, you shouldn't go here. But, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I would probably be upset, too. And it might have been something, like, some of the stuff that she said, <clears throat> like, a good friend would be firm with you about. Now, not necessarily, <clears throat> not necessarily the you shouldn't go here. But in terms of her focus and and various things of that nature, 
I think that was some stuff that Akko definitely needed to hear. Um, she goes back up to where, seemingly to where she was, her, her elephant body landed at the beginning of the show. Uh, and she's just, she's not feeling good about herself. And, uh, Professor Ursula shows up, helps make her feel better, uh, and says, oh, something that I think Chariot would say at a time like this. There are some things only you can do, which is entirely true. And, and there's a type of magic that, that Akko does that's just pure. And people say, oh, I didn't think that anybody would use a spell like that because she has the unconventional, uh, the unconventional wisdom of not, not having magic ever and just having a really, really colorful and vivid imagination for all. Imagine like years of Oh, what could I do if I had magic? And then just thinking of all the amazing things that, that you would do, and now she has the ability to do that. Um, what did you think of the scene between Ursula and Akko? I thought it was very fitting, and I was really hoping that Ursula would actually reveal who she was. I didn't think she was going to in that moment, but I was hoping. But, yeah, I, I just love how... Now that we know who she is, her saying, well, I think this is what Chariot would say, <laughs> is even more powerful. Um, and I also love how Ursula keeps inspiring Akko and keeps guiding her in the right direction. Yeah. Agreed. Um, <laughs> she, the shiny rod ends up pointing her back to the location of the fountain. Uh, and she's, she's tries to get some sort of an inspiration of what is something only she can do. And she ends up seeing Chariot practicing magic just because she wants to practice magic. Not because, like, oh, I have a test coming up, but just check out this sweet stuff that I learned to do because I just like doing sweet stuff with magic. Who wouldn't? Um, and she she learns uh, a new spell, essentially. Or she, she hears a new spell that, that she didn't know before. And she realizes that she knows what she needs to do. And that's where our episode cuts. <laughs> really quickly, I just watched it, but go ahead and press play on that. And uh, she's going to watch the tail end of the episode, uh, which left yes. Hannah, Hannah and Barbara still outside, just only a few more hours left to go, outside in the cold, getting their comeuppance. Getting their justice. Now it's fine. Um, man. Live reaction at its best. Yeah. Uh, if it wasn't... Man, if it wasn't for uh, the way that this this worked out, I, th- I would think it would have been great to do a watch-along for the final episode. Maybe for the end of the season, maybe we can watch the season finale as a watch-along and watch along together with everybody because it's Netflix and everybody has Netflix. Um, uh, Are Aria, uh, the third word that means do not compare yourself with others, do what only you can do. Okay, I don't know if that's a spoiler or not, Montserrat. Uh, did you watch ahead? <laughs> you... Um, <laughs> Marcus Corazon just loves best witch mother and daughter yeah, uh, for both of them. Uh, did you think it was weird that Akko was watching the memory through the eyes of another person? Was that, that a little jarring? It, I was wondering who it was. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really odd. And I wonder if it's someone that we already know who's one of the faculty members and it's going to get revealed since there's probably other members of the faculty that did go to school around the same time as her, or maybe <laughs> when we go to the um, the festival, the festival, one of the celebrity witches is going to be someone, and that will be that person that we were kind of seeing this through. I, I think it would be nice if it was uh, the hard-edged professor. I forget her name, 
but uh, with the brown hair that yeah. that confronted Akko as Diana in this episode. It's like, oh, Diana, I need your help with something. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, these uh, I'm somebody had mentioned it. I think it was Eastman that oh, you're not gonna like cutting off at episode twelve, and you're right. I don't like it. <laughs> um, but. The fact that we do only have one episode left in this part of the season means that after this, we could go and watch the finale and be somewhat fulfilled, and then everybody <laughs> will be on the same page, and then we'll be able to talk about it next week. Um, so before, oh, that's true. Chariot did mention that she had a mentor. Um, maybe, maybe it was maybe it was prof- the uh, uh, Professor Woodward. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's kind of what I was thinking. That's what I think they were getting at. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I mean, they, they've sent for both of these episodes. It seems like they they've implied just hammering home immediately. Oh, these two had a really good uh, good relationship. <laughs> Let let's see, let's see. Uh, sort of let's let's get some final thoughts from from the live chat while while we sort of discuss. Um, what we think is going to happen? Uh, do, who do you do you think that they're going to make a big deal out of the Moonlight Witch or the Moonlit Witch? Uh, who do you think will win it at this point? I think I actually think Akko might win it. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what they're pointing at at this point. And um, yeah, I I, I think it's going to kind of either she'll win it or maybe no one will win it and it'll be some kind of weird twist. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I th- I honestly think that Akko will win it and surprise everyone. And I think it'll be a nice, uh, sort of a nice turnaround from earlier in the season, uh, where we thought that she was going to win the race. Diane ended up winning the race. Um, though, even though that was a good lesson too, I think by constantly cutting off things that, or, well, no, it's a nice affirmation if, if there it's like, oh, I want to be like Chariot, or I want to be like Chariot, or I want to be like Chariot to, to not get that. I think it's a nice way to leave the season if, I, I agree, if we do have her win it. Yeah. Um, but I would also like it if neither her or Diana won, if it was somebody else, and it might be somebody that becomes a focus of the second half of the season. Either way, um, <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Anybody? Oh, oh! apparently the English credits give away who the who the person is because they they have a voice. Um Interesting. All right. Well, we're not going to talk about that. Um, Eastman wants Constance to win, and I think that's a she's. I think that's a great choice because why not? We need somebody who is has a well versed vocabulary, because why not? Um, yeah, I'm I'm beyond excited that we're finally. It, it only took us three weeks, but we're finally getting through the rest of the season of Little Witch Academia. Oh, this has been so much fun. Okay, so uh, next week because we do only have one episode left. Uh, we're going to be having our episode at 4 p.m. Since we don't have to watch it, we don't have to be here so early. So 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time next week is going to be the mid-season finale of Little Witch Academia. And we want you to join along with us. Make sure you're here live. If you have people who have watched the show or you want to watch the show, please join us live on YouTube and make sure to find us on iTunes as well. Leave us a review and we will read it next week. We absolutely love y'all. But before we go... Uh, we're going to tell you where you can find us on the internet until then and where you can follow our thoughts as soon as we watch the finale. Rachel. 
I, I'm Rachel Goodman. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Rach Goodman or on Facebook at Rachel Ann Goodman. I'm going to be on the Gypsy um, After Buzz show tonight. You can catch us at 7 or no, sorry, at 8. <laughs> Not 7, 8. 8 uh, Pacific? Oh, uh, yeah. Pacific Standard Time. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to Mark B. Donica. You can find me coughing all the time uh, at... Mark B. Donica. Uh, I do a lot of shows here at AfterBuzz and our sister network, Popcorn Talk. Uh, make sure to tune in to Little Witch next week. Also, I'm on the NXT After Show if you're a wrestling fan. Uh, if you want more anime, uh, we're trying to do new shows as they come out, and we do know that the new season, uh, or the new, yeah, the new season has started uh, in terms of the summer season, and there's a lot of stuff that's coming out, but it's in it's being distributed very weirdly in America, and we're trying to make sure that we do everything legally and shows that people can watch pretty readily available on Crunchyroll. In terms of ongoing series, that's a little bit harder. Your My Hero Academia's, your One Pieces, your your Dragon Balls, your Boruto's, all of that stuff. Great shows, and we watch them. I watch My Hero. I absolutely love My Hero. I watch One Piece. I absolutely love One Piece. That's Chopper, but. Uh, it's a lot harder to, to get into a show in the middle of it when it comes to an AfterBuzz side. So we try to do new shows as they come out. Sometimes if it's a season two as it's starting, keep an eye out for shows that you want to see us do. Maybe something in the fall. Uh, either way, absolutely love doing the Little Witch After Show. If you're a video game fan, make sure to head to Popcorn Talk at 6 p.m. Uh, where we're going to be talking on Inventory Full about a lot of various different things. Make sure to tune in there. But thank you. Uh, also, follow our, our friend Stacey Shuttleworth, who is not here this week because she is sick. Send her a get well message at Stacey Shuttles. Uh, and we'll, we hope to see her next week after Comic-Con. Oh boy, Comic-Con. Thank you for watching this episode of the Little Witch Academia After Show on AfterBuzz TV. We will see you at the Samhain Festival. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Uh, see you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.